Welcome to Real Life Keto Radio. I'm Bridget. And I'm Rebecca. And, and we're, we're the Keto, Keto Sisters. Sisters. And we're on a mission to help women find a way of eating that fits into their real life, but still helps them move toward better health. Yes. So listen every Monday at 1130 Eastern on WLXU 93.9 FM in Lexington or streaming worldwide on RadioLex.us. So laugh and learn your way to fun keto serious results with Real Life Keto Radio featuring the Keto Sisters. All right, so today we are getting ready to head into the holidays. Now, I know this year is different possibly than other holidays in the past. However, we still are going into the holidays and whatever that looks like in 2020, um, I'm sure you have all kinds of different emotions and things that you're feeling. So I wanna kind of tell you how it has been for me <laughs> like in all the past holidays um, until I discovered keto about four years ago. I would get this kind of, like, I love the holidays. I mean, it's so fun, all the good things. But starting in like October, I just started this like major downward spiral of like, okay, I'm just gonna, it's gonna be a free for all. I'm gonna let myself go. And I went into the holidays already thinking, I'm just gonna let myself go. And then I'll fix it in January. It was this like defeatist mindset that started early on. It was kind of twofold. It was like, partly I'm going to have a lot of fun and eat lots of fun food. So that was part of it. But the other part was, I knew that I would probably get overwhelmed as a busy working mom. I would get overwhelmed and I would want to console myself with eating really bad food. So like all this stuff is going through my mind as I go into the holidays. In addition to all the holiday cheer, so much of that is tied up with food. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of us eat our emotions, right? Mm -hmm. Whether we're stressed, happy or sad, it's always an excuse to eat. Like I deserve this because my day was bad or I had a great day. Let's go out to eat to celebrate. I mean, we have a lot of that kind of mindset going on and the holidays just magnify it. You know, mm -hmm. we have a lot of extra stress, a lot of extra um, time constraints that are put on us, things we have to do and get done. And now in 2020, you know, we're even trying to navigate how different that might look, trying to fulfill our family obligations and get all those things done in the parameters of quarantine or whatever it's called yeah. now. In fact, when I got here, Rebecca was on the phone with her family trying to figure out the holidays. Both of us have really big families and it just, it can become a lot. Like it's all really good stuff, but it just can become a lot. So we can default to bad patterns. Yes. And you know, if you're listening to this, you are probably like we were several years ago, like Bridget described, you're just trying to get through the holidays. You want to enjoy it, but you're also dealing with buying presents and baking things and mailing things and scheduling things and decorating like it's a lot. So you go through the drive-through or you eat convenience food or you, you eat snacks to stay awake late at night because you're wrapping presents or addressing envelopes or whatever. So it's just a busy, stressful, fun, but very busy time. And so a lot of us just say, hey, in January, I'll start it over. Mm -hmm. I'll do some New Year's resolutions. But you know how long those last. <laughs> I mean, honestly, my whole life, I made a New Year's resolution every single January until a couple of years ago. And you may or may not know this, but January 17th is National Ditch Your Resolutions Day. <laughs> because that's just like such a common thing. People get gung-ho. They feel bad. They do the healthy thing for a couple of weeks. And then they're like, back into their old patterns. And it's like, they clean up their system enough that they can function again or something. I don't know, but it was the same cycle that I, I lived my whole life. Yeah. And as a gym instructor, I see that every year. I mean, we actually laugh about it because we know we're going to be packed in January. We know it's going to be hard to find a parking spot and to get a spot in, you know, like a group fitness class or to get the equipment that you want to use. But we always just, you know, kind of laugh and tell the regular members who've been with us forever. 
oh, just give it a few weeks. It'll all even out. Do you have a name for him? (laughs) No, we just, we just kind of laugh. We laugh, but it's kind of sad too. And as an instructor, I always tell people in my class who've been with me forever, I'm like, look, just encourage the person who's next to you, kind of help them like feel like they're welcome and kind of understand the equipment and the classes and get their name and say, hey, Susie, I'll see you on Wednesday next week. Try to encourage them to come back because so many of them don't, they don't stick with it. Wherever you are going into the holidays, you probably are having some kind of a combination of these feelings on top of all the 2020 feelings. (laughs) We need a name for like those 2020 feelings. Um, But I used to be a math teacher. And so we thought it would be fun today. She thought it would be fun because she loves math. (laughs) (laughs) And Rebecca gave me this part to talk about um, to actually break down the math from the day of this airing. Um, and kind of look at the math from where we are today until New Year's Day. Um, And so what that looks like, between now and then, there are 46 days, and that means 136 meals. And I know for me, it was like I would just get it go into this mindset, like it's just going to be a free-for-all for for the next couple months. But it's only uh, 138 meals. But of those 138, I want to break down how many of those are actually meals where you should give yourself maybe a free pass if that's what you choose to do. Give yourself a little bit more of a free pass. Like how many of those 138 are actually meals that you could maybe indulge yeah indulge a little bit more because you do want to be able to live life to the full you want to be able to enjoy you know family meals there is something about sitting around that table and having you know warm comfort food with your family and there's traditions like I'm always make the sweet potato casserole like there I'm I'm gonna eat that sweet potato casserole I will substitute some of the sweeteners and do some things but I am gonna eat some of it this year um so of those 138 meals, only 12 of them are actually meals that you really should probably indulge in. Now yours, of course, might look a little bit different. We kind of just took like an average, what we thought that that would look like um, and what that is. So for Thanksgiving, we gave that three meals because I mean, maybe you don't eat like breakfast Thanksgiving, <laughs> but you're probably going to have some leftovers. And it's kind of like, there's so much eating happening on that day um, that we gave that three meals. Then, I mean, this could be, this is like on the high end because of COVID, you're probably not going to be going to as many parties as you have in the past. Um, but we said three holiday parties. Um, then you've got Christmas Eve meal, Christmas day. We gave that three meals again as well. And then new year's Eve and new year's day. So if you did that math with me, that is 12 different meals where you would be more likely to indulge. And what's interesting, like I just naturally look at those numbers and think like 12 out of 138, (laughs) like I just did some quick math and that's less than 10%. So we kind of, I think sometimes let that 10% or less dictate what we do for the whole rest of the season. And so, you know, for me, I know in the past, it'd be like, well, I mean, Christmas is coming in two months. So I've got to have ice cream with every meal. I've got to, you know, do all these things that I wouldn't do the rest. Well, I did actually do a lot of the rest (laughs) of the year, but it's just a mindset shift for sure. Right. So like a lot of people, maybe even starting at Halloween, right? They start with all the candy and they're just like, ah, the rest of the year, I'm just going to write it off. So by going through the math, even though I don't like math as much as Bridget does, by going through that, you say, hey, what if I took 12 meals from now until the end of the year and I really enjoyed them and I let myself eat the comfort foods or, you know, my um, great aunt's great recipe, whatever she makes, Italian cream cake and mm-hmm. my mom's stuffing. And like I had all those things I, w- I want, even though they don't fit in a healthy lifestyle year round. What if I let myself indulge in anything I wanted or even a, maybe a moderated form of that 
for 12 meals, but I just kind of stayed steady the rest of the time. It's really not worth derailing yourself for, you know, the last quarter of the year mm-hmm. for just 12 meals. Yeah. And something else, something, something that we are both a huge advocate of is intermittent fasting. And so to me, that is a tool that I will use a lot of as the holidays get upon us a little bit more is I know that, you know, maybe the day before Thanksgiving, I'll do a full 24 hour fast. The Monday after Thanksgiving, after we've been traveling, I'll do a full 24 hour fast. Like I will incorporate some of those longer fasts to cleanse my system, to reset myself, to make sure that I'm not getting stuck in in that kind of downward spiral, that I don't just slide straight from Thanksgiving into all of December being a party. Um, So don't forget what a great tool intermittent fasting is and all the benefits of it. It really does help with um, cleaning up that junk in your system um, and giving you a reset. It helps to reset your metabolism so that you will have um, just better success with your next meals and you'll be able to actually digest your meals better. Um, All kinds of benefits from fasting. Yeah. And if you think about it, would you really enjoy those 12 holiday meals or occasions more if they were special? And that's when you really got to indulge in the Christmas cookies and the bourbon balls or whatever that you really like, instead of eating it all month long, where it just kind of all runs together, like see those as actual holiday feasts instead of, oh, it's the holiday season when I eat anything I want, all I want and feel groggy and tired and kind of sick and bloated. You know, because if you eat that way for a whole month and a half, Mm -hmm. you're not going to feel your best. You're not going to be able to enjoy the holidays. Yeah. And so I would challenge you to look ahead and think like, what are, you know, we kind of picked 12, um, specifically what are the meals? And then even in those meals, it doesn't have to be a complete free for all think, what are the things that I really care about? So for me, I love my sister-in-law's chocolate covered cherries. Like I will be eating some of those this year and there's a lot of sugar in them, but you know, someone else might just make brownies and brownies to me are like, eh, like I could kind of take them or leave them. And you can so, get those year round. It's not right. like the one holiday treat. Yeah. So I know that I will be eating some of the chocolate covered cherries because they are like her super specialty. Um, but then I can just say no to some of the other things. So it really is going in with a plan and with intention instead of going in with that defeatist attitude. Um, like I'm just going to eat whatever it's, it is so much about what's in your mind. Yeah. And even on those holiday meals, like you said, pick out what you want and what you'll really enjoy. Because I realized that I used to just grab a roll kind of out of habit. Mm -hmm. I just used it because you always had bread with your meal. And I realized I didn't really even enjoy that very much. I'd rather have maybe a special dessert. I can only get at Thanksgiving or at Christmas and kind of just put some of that other stuff aside that wasn't really special, like the chocolate covered cherries. Yeah. So Uh, We have a little break coming up, but come back after the break. And we are, because um, so often with the holidays, it involves traveling. We're going to give you some tips for how to keep it keto, how to stay low carb while you're traveling. We're going to talk about different fast food tips um, that you'll find helpful to get you through this holiday season as well. 